Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, I guess it depends on when you're listening. Um, I hope that I got everyone. Anyway, um, welcome to our new episode of podcast, um, Growing Up in Your 40s. And um, today we have a new guest, okay? Um, his name, well, I mean, I'm going to introduce myself and then he can introduce himself as well. Uh, once again, this is Karen. I am 42 years old. I have a 12-year-old son. And I just wanted to share that the last song that I listened to from beginning to end was a Bittersweet Symphony by, I, I forget the, the name of the band, but it's, um, it's a British band. So um, I'm going to introduce you to someone that I work with. Um, I've been working with him a lot lately because we've been creating this podcast and, and YouTube videos. Um, Dandri, go ahead. Hello. My name is El Dandri. Dandri. Dandri Carrasco, a.k.a. El Dandri. And the last song that how, I... How old are you first? I am 31. 31. And I'm then... way you... to 40. <laughs> it's okay. Once you reach your 30s, you might as well be 40. And then well, you have a child, and how old? I do. He's 13. Okay. Oh boy. And you remember what was the last song that you listened to from the beginning oh, to yeah. end? I listened to a lot of music. So it was to actually um, "Save Your Tears" by The Weeknd. Okay, I know The Weeknd. I'm just I don't know Save, titles of his. Yeah. Of his song. And the other one is by a DJ from Venezuela, Caracas. Of course. Wait, that's his name, DJ Caracas? No, no, DJ um, <laughs> Danny B. Oh, okay. Super good. He does like house music. You like house music, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. cool. All right, so um, I'm actually interviewing um, Dandri and the uh, topic or the title of, of today's episode is an artistic life. Um, I just want to preface it with the fact that um, I think that not very many people are lucky enough to be able to have a profession that they actually love, right? A lot of times your job is different from your passion. And I think it's it's a unique situation that you are doing something that you love, that you're passionate about. And you know what they say, that when you love your job, it's really not a job, it's a profession. You profess your life to it. And um, you know, uh, talking with Dandri, I kind of sort of realized that um, his work is directly connected with music and arts, and that's what he's passionate about. So that's what our um, our topic is for today. So first question, Dandri, what does music mean to you? Music means a lot to me. I think, um, I like, I can't live without music. Um, I'm I'm Dominican, and I can tell you this: like um, when someone in your family or close to your family die, usually they don't listen to music. So that atmosphere in the house, with like no music and the TV's off. Like I remember once when someone close to me died. That was when I realized how important music was to me because I couldn't like. I was like I can't. I can't stop listening to music because if not, I get anxiety. So I need to, you know, so music is that important to me. So it's one of those things that you didn't realize how much you needed it until you didn't have it. Yes. Okay. All right. Do you listen to music every day? Every day. Okay. All, right. all type of music. Same here, actually. I ain't got no type. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So when you say all types of music, 
What about like country music? You listen to country? Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. So, and, and classical music a lot. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So all types. Okay. Very okay. good. So um, since you, you're saying that now music is, is a daily part of your life, what is your earliest memory of music? Um, back in the Dominican Republic, um, I remember years ago. And in- well, how old were you when you first realized that music is important to you? It was like maybe when I was like around eight years old. Yeah. So my grandfather he used to play the um the accordion and they have like a little band. Okay. So when they used to travel to the Dominican Republic, they used so to you're from a musical family. Then. Yes. Okay, good. So they used to travel and they used to let you know give you an instrument to play, even even if you didn't know how to play, like the guida. I don't know if you know what the guida is. What is it? Can you explain? Guida is like a metal thing that you scratch. Oh so yes. You can hear that in, in merengue a lot. <laughs> Yes, of course. Yeah. And then there was another instrument um, called marimba. Okay, I've heard of marimba. And that was, they used to use that basically as, as a bass. Okay. So we used to, you know, play that. And, you know, we... And also, like, drums, too. Like, you know, I used to play drums. Not drums, you know, real numbers. I'm saying, like, um, like a cubeta, right? Mm-hmm. So we used to take that and, and play it. I used to play baseball, so before the game, we used to play that a lot. Okay. And also, um, my house was the one basically in charge of every Christmas to do the aguinaldo. Okay. Like to go around and and play music, you know, late night, late at night. Just for those who don't speak Spanish, aguinaldo is when you go to to um, houses and you sing Christmas carols, right? Yes. Yes. And then they give you money or yes. drinks. Yes. And, you we know, do the same in the Philippines, oh, nice. and we call it the same thing. So. And so you know, so we use that money basically to you know to do something in in, in the barrio, in the hood, neighborhood, and and maybe nice Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, so you were eight years old when you first got kind of involved in that. Okay, that's yeah. pretty young. Okay, all right, cool. Um, so you did say that you have a musical family. Was it just your grand grandpa who was into music? Or yeah. were there other people who were officially in music? I had a cousin mm-hmm. and also um, like two of my uncles. Okay. So my family is a big family. I have to say that. So my cousins are like, you know, in their 50. Yeah. And so I remember when I was young, they were like 20 something. And one of them was in, in like doing TV and radio. So I, I always used to see them doing it but it was not like I never thought that I was gonna end up doing music like music for me was like you know like a hobby yeah it's poor baseball was my main thing right. growing up okay well I'm gonna ask you about that like how you decided to actually get into it but so you're saying that your family first of all you were exposed to music mainly because of your family and then you just got into it yourself later on but who are some of your musical influences then from like when you were younger to even now when I was younger, things were so much different. So I was growing up when reggaeton was, you know. Yeah. So the music was so like explicit. We couldn't play that. <laughs> so when you do, when you tell a kid, don't listen to this, that's what you're gonna do. But did you listen to like non-Dominican music? Or yeah, was it, it just... was. It was. So we used to listen to a lot of Jamaican music. Okay. And and I remember my family. 
my uncles they didn't know english at all but they used to listen to the temptation a lot all right so you know it was kind of i don't know we love the mu- music is a universal language so you know that that's playing everything i think but they used to listen to a lot of american music and also you know puerto rico was you know the reggaeton was growing playero i remember that was when i was little when i was at you know eight so who was it like do you remember like listening to a song that suddenly you're like oh my gosh like you know i and then you listened more to that person that it, be, it became an influence to you of what kind of music to listen to do you remember that one artist wow maybe it was um bachata anthony santo okay yeah not romeo santo anthony santo <laughs> are they related no no not. okay yeah okay Cause... well because like for example for me like the philippines is known for such a musical country right um they always say i know it's like a running joke that that whenever there's like singing contest that's international um if there's an asian contestant it's because they're from the philippines and they always say like oh what is it that they drink in the philippines right it's a very musical country so even at a young age we were exposed to music a lot but um the philippines love ballads so no bachata no reggaeton none of that ballads and um I know, but it's funny enough because one of the first things that I remember um, listening to a lot was, it's funny, but it's uh, Vanilla Ice, mm. right? Because <laughs> I was, when when he came out, I, that was when I was allowed to be able to actually listen to music. And and I remember that there was even a movie that came out and I watched it and all of that. But um, besides that, it's mostly like, you know, air supply, um, bread uh what do you call alba those are really big those are like my introduction to music when i was younger when i couldn't buy my own music all right so for you like it's mainly you said was it anthony santo anthony santo and all those like it was a generation of anthony santo luis vaga raulin so why because in my also like i moved like you know because my mom came to the united states when i was six yeah. so i moved to my um my grandma from my dad's side so they have this kind of like the bodega of the barrio mm-hmm. so you know on sunday saturday sundays that was the place for people to go and drink and we used to be you know in there so bachata was super popular and they didn't like reggaeton because we were into reggaeton playero Is it like young people music that's yes. why okay it was playero 37 i remember and playero um 38 that was daddy yankee ivy queen um a lot but it was totally different you know they a lot of curses we didn't know it's a generational we thing. yeah well what about now who are your musical influences now now it's super like big i always say because um because i know you make your own music so who who in terms of that the style of music that you make who who's the one that influenced you the most it's hard to think i know when you have so many yeah because lately i listened to um this conductor andrew real from he's from germany he's okay. a conductor of like and, a symphony yes okay. so i was i'm working on an, an album that is basically hip-hop and and orchestra music okay so that's something you know like he's one of the person that i go and i spend like let's say one hour listening to his music and then 
I go and I get in my computer and I create, you know, two, three, five bits. So he's a conductor, Easy. but is he also a, um, a, composer. a composer? Yes. Okay. All right. That's interesting because I actually just finished watching. I don't know if you watch it. There's a show on on Amazon. It's called Mozart in the Jungle. You should watch it. It's only has three season and it got cut off shortly. Um, I thought that there would be a fourth season, but it's about a conductor of the New York um, Philharmonic uh, Symphony, and so it features just you know mostly uh, orchestra music. It's it's a it's a great show. You should check it out. Okay, all right. Um, now let's talk about concerts. Obviously, we haven't been in concerts in a while. Well, do you remember the last concert you went to? Let me see. Um, it was Romeo Santos. When was that? Like two years ago, right? Like two years ago, yeah, in in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, Ber- Berkeley, Berkeley um, Arena. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, it was two, three years ago. All right. Well, that was a big concert then. It yeah, was it was a big concert. Um, I think mine was who's the last concert? Oh, maybe um Coldplay when they went when they came here, uh, MetLife uh, Museum. I, I took my son to it because he. Yeah, it was a concert. huge concert too. Yeah, that was that's a good one. Okay. All right. So um, what about your first concert that you ever attended? You remember that? Concert. And um, was it in the Dominican Republic or was in it in here? I remember. Okay, what was it? It was um 2005, Chase Stadium. Uh huh. It was not one artist. We're like a whole bunch. They do this summer black party. They okay. used to do La Mega. Used to do that. So it was a whole bunch oh, of like people. Like yeah. Okay. Like a, you know, Daddy Yankee was there. Um. We sing a Janelle with um, oh, I like them. Alexis Fido. I remember that was the first concert that I. But you in the DR, you went to concerts. I did. Do you but remember? I don't remember. You don't remember at all. Well, I tell my my first concert that I remember going to in the Philippines. I must have been I don't know ten years old. Uh, was this really big pop singer, but he's also a gospel singer. His name is Gary Valenciano. Um, and he's, he's still making music. You can look him up. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember. remember. All right. 2004, um, Estadio Quisqueya. Okay. For Valentine's Day, we went to see Luis Miguel. Oh, I like Luis Miguel. I remember, Miguel. yeah. Now I remember. I remember like we were doing some 15 años. And How old were you? I was, um, I think I was 14. Oh my God! Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're younger than me. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that uh, it was the father. It was the gift because we were doing, you know, the quinceañera. Yes. So we were doing the rehearsal, like you know, for like two months, and he bought he bought the tickets. That's me. pretty so, nice because yeah. that time, I mean, Luis Miguel is still popular, but he was super popular that time. Super, yeah. I really, really. I'm like a big fan. Yeah, I'm, I I like him. Of I his like, music. Yeah, <laughs> his personality okay. is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say um, Luis Guerra. I thought you. Were oh, well, Luis Guerra. I, I, never I, got I like him more than I like Luis Miguel. I like his music. I like the way he's composed his music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Luis Miguel. Okay. All right, so you were 15, 14 years old. Okay. Um, in in here. In the United States, my first, the first concert I remember going to, it must have been 14 maybe, was Tom Jones. You know Tom Jones? Wow, yeah. Yeah, it was some yeah. some festival that my aunt just took us. And he was, yeah, and there were actually, I remember seeing women throwing underwear at him. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I found out that that's what they so, do. 
a festival count as a concert, then yeah, it was a, a festival that I went first. Okay. Yeah. In DR? No, in here. In here, okay. When I first came here. And it was Aventura. Oh. You, it was you... around Bedford Park. Okay. I remember my mom used to have a salon. And it was a surprise um, part. Well, they did a surprise event because, you know, it was a festival. Right. I mean, but those they, are like big, big names. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you, you remember your first one, the last one. What about your most memorable concert? Like the one that even if it was your fifth one, it was like, this is the best concert ever. Um, well, I really like the one when I went to um, Romeo Santos. But I think my the most memorable is the one that got me into all this. Which is? It was not a concert, but I used to go a lot to TV show in DR. Oh, okay. And there was a group called Ricarena. Nice. That was way back. <laughs> Ricarena, they used to do merengue. It was super popular. And I got to see them in, in, in person, you know, performing live. And that guy. And TV. And Sabado Chiquito de Corporal was the name of the show, I remember. And okay. they used to take the school, you know. And, yeah. Every Saturday, not every Saturday, but you know, but Saturdays, it, the show was on Saturday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah. And we used to go, you know, there in the morning. I, th I think that, you know, as much as like, of course, we are able to listen to music every day, but I think a concert really gives you like a different appreciation for an artist and for the music that they have. Because you can really like, you know, it's so loud and you it, it's mixed with the energy that the people are giving to the, the artists and then the energy that they give back. It makes you, if you were a fan before, I think it makes you a bigger fan. A bigger, yeah. yeah. Or if you weren't a fan before, it makes you a fan, right? So even if like you go to a concert that you didn't even buy tickets for, but if it's a good concert, then, you know, it, it, it does something to you. So yeah. I, I, I love going to concerts. I would go... You know, as often as I can. I have a I friend, my, one of my best friends. Yeah, she has to go to every concert. I would love to go to a, um the weekend and Bruno Mars concert. Oh, Bruno I'm Mars! Dying. Bruno Mars. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to go to a Bruno Mars concert. You know, he's half Filipino. Yeah. Yeah, and Puerto Rican. And Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah, all the countries that the United he States. He is come good. From. <laughs> he to me, he's the best artist right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's not just an artist, but a performer. Performance. Yeah, he yeah. performs like, he's an entertainer, right? So, okay, so speaking of that, like, I know that you, you said that you listen to all kinds of music, but what is the music that you listen to the most? And do you prefer one genre over another? So for me, it varies, so, um, by days, like gotcha. Sunday, all day I listen to salsa music. All right. But then every day I have to, I, I listen to a lot of, you know, like balada and like R&B type of music. Okay. And reggaeton is more like, like a Saturday, Friday. But night. if you could just pick one, let's say that you, you were told like, to you can live only listen, genre. yeah, for the rest. It has to be balada. Okay. You know, like, you know, balada and R&B. Mm -hmm. Who's your, do you have like a favorite um, ballad singer, whether uh, Spanish, uh, Juan Gabriel is one of my favorite. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I was looking at my Spotify. What the before that song that I said that I listened to last, the Bittersweet Symphony. The other one was um, Se Me Olvidó Otra Vez. I think Juan Gabriel yeah. is one of the. Maybe he's the original, or he's one of the better versions, but not the original. Yeah, I think maybe that might be from. I love that song, and uh, yeah. yeah. 
I forgot his name, but I think he adapted. Alejandro Fernandez. Alejandro Fernandez. Yeah, he's 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 also. I like his version. Well. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, what do you think of musical Broadway shows? Have you ever been? Are you interested? So I went to one. Uh huh. Because one of my friends was performing. What what show? Oh, I don't remember the name. So long time ago, and we were actually working together like the other day, and it was not a big thing. It yeah. was not like you know, it's like off Broadway. Yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, bro, Broadway style. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but not that huge. So I like a- I like music. It's like um, in the art that we have a lot of obras. That's how we call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. plays. So you know, yeah. plays or. No, I, I love musicals. Um, Sound of Music, all of those, those are like you know my favorites. But okay, um, well, what about like? I know you love movies. Oh yeah. But Definitely. switching from like Broadway musicals, do you watch or do you like musical movies? Like when they made Les Misérables, or you know. I do like um like James Brown's. Right? Oh, you mean like? Uh, oh, you not no, I biography? Mean like a, yeah, I mean like a musical Music. where they sing in the movies. Um, like um, is it La La Land that I was? Yeah, that, that's it's, musical. It's considered a musical. I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, but, so you should watch. Yeah. Great movie. Um, and then all this um, Aladdin. Oh yes, it was a great course. movie. Yeah, I like I like the music. Wh- which one? The the um, the one with Will Smith. The one with Will Smith. Yeah. Have you seen the, the? Well, no, actually, that's the first live. But did you see the animated version? The first one with Robin Williams. No. Uh, oh, you need to see. And it. we went. We went to school trip when I watched that movie yeah. before the pandemic. I remember. Like yeah. no, I was you, not into yeah. that. You should watch really also the, the original um, animated version because Robin Williams. I mean, I know Will Smith is Will Smith, but Robin Williams is, is amazing. And okay. Um, Well, well, what was the last movie that you watched? You want to be surprised. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, the Hustler. The, um, with Jennifer Lopez. No, not that one. Wait, the what? The Hustle? Yes, it's called The Hustler, just like that. But that movie is. Who's in it? Is it new? No, it's not new. It's it's an old movie. How old? Like you'd say, 80s old or 50s? No, old? no, yeah, 50. The hustle. Well, I, I forgot the year. It's yeah, it's a pool player. You can look it up real quick if you want. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Paul Newman? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. The hustle. Paul so Newman. So I was, I was like, um, one of my. That's not 50s. What year is that? 60s? I don't know. 70s. No. 60s. Well, keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. So it's um. So, so that's not, when, me, when did you watch told it? Someone told me to watch it. When did you watch? 1961. Yeah, so yeah, from the 60s. When did you watch it? Like to that was um. So I went to Miami on for spring break. Yeah, for spring break. So that was a Sunday before. Okay, and what made you watch it? Was it just on, or you specifically? Well, I'm always to see looking it? for films to watch. You know, okay. old films to watch. And one of my professors, he suggested. Oh, gotcha. So it's a suggestion. Have you heard of it before? No. No. Okay, I mean Paul Newman is an amazing actor, so the hustle. I've actually have never seen it. Uh, the hustle. I've seen the jailer. <laughs> so if you like, I, so and I gotta tell you this: that was the first movie ever that I went to sleep, like that I fell asleep. 
Which one, Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> I was in Jersey with my girlfriend, I remember, and I and I fell asleep with them. Wow, that says a lot. Because and and with her friend, because she she used to the one that I was dating at the time, she was a pole dancer. Okay. So one of her, her friends so was... just making critiques and stuff. Yeah, one of her friends was in the movie. Oh, okay. So and you still fell asleep. I did. Um, I don't I know. I saw it, but... I have to see it again. I think it's overrated. If you fell asleep, J-Lo. that says something. You know, I like this movie, you know, where the story is. It's like, it's... I like Jayla when she does romantic comedies. I, I, I really do. But that, I mean, it's like, it's, it's not horrible, but it's not like this amazing movie that people were saying it's supposed to be. But, well, you know, I, I like more drama. <laughs> um, okay, so what was then the first movie? Because I know you. What was your first movie that you you re- remember that you watched when you were young? When you I remember? was young, I think I remember. I think it was um, this with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Uh, the Terminator. It's not the Terminator. Well, it's that one, Robocop, and and. Now, El Depredador, 1988, like I remember the year that was the first... Um, Who's in it? Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. is in that movie. It's all, okay. No, I don't remember. That was the first... Um, I, I don't remember that. that. Yeah, no. Okay, so that's I remember Arnold, so it's like had, action. We had it to play, yeah, it was action. Okay. When I was young, I was just into like action movies. Yeah. When, what was then um, the first movie that made an impact to you, that made you say, like, I, I love movies, I want to keep watching movies? Yeah, when I was young. Or even, like, you know, maybe it didn't hit you until you were a teenager, but you're just like, wow, this is amazing. It's, like, life-changing. Like, it taught you something about yourself or about life. Yeah, there's so many movies that I like, and- <laughs> Well, I mean, while well, you think, I'll tell you, I, I think I kind of remember, um, I'm sure it's not the first one, but it's the one that I remember. Uh, I don't know, have you seen the movie Forrest Gump? I remember just, I mean, that movie's like a saga. You you should watch it. It follows like decades and decades, and it just shows you like the adventure in the life of this person that is supposed to be, you know, uh, maybe not have so much success in life, but he turns out to be, you know, a trendsetter and everything. It's got Tom Hanks in it. And I remember watching it and not wanting it to end. I must have been in eighth grade, uh, eighth, ninth grade, and I didn't want it to end. And it just gives you so much, um, so many different life lessons. And you actually kind of like, quote unquote, learn from it. And it's giving you moral lessons. So that was my, um, uh, again, you know, you should look it up, Forrest Gump. Um, do you remember now what yours yeah. is? It's hard to think of a movie that made me, you know, because I used to watch a lot of movies. Oh, what about the last movie that you remember? Like, wow, this is amazing, and it made you think. Inception. Okay, yeah, yeah that's Inception. that's. Did you understand it the first time? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched that movie like maybe probably like six, seven times. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things that it's not really, um, it's not like is this real? Can this happen in real life? But it's not like um, something that that could be completely impossible, right? So yeah, it, it presents things to you that like you're like oh, maybe we are in a world of inception right now, yeah. kind of like the Matrix. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Did you see the Tenet or Tenet? It's from the same same director, uh, Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan yeah, yeah, he wrote it, directed it, and it's the same thing. I saw it. 
I've only seen it once, it a few months ago, and I need to watch it again to actually really understand it. But it's really, really good. Yeah, no, Inception is is. Uh, Inception. It, yeah. Um. How how about Memento? I did. Okay, I did and that's Christopher it. Nolan yeah, too, right? Yeah. Too. Same sound designer too, because I follow him. Yeah, his so, his movies are they they do make you think of like yeah you know it's just a possible thing. It's and then after watching that movie, I got into that kind of style, like I guess you know, like a movie that like I don't know if you've seen. 2001 Spade Odyssey. That's another one. No, I have not. One of my favorites. No. The first like 20, 30 minutes of the movie, there's no dialogue. I haven't seen it. But it's super interesting. Wait, no dialogue. So that means it has just music? Music and, and scene, you know. Okay. Like, there's a lot wow. going on. Okay. Now, what about then like, um, are, is there a movie in which you kind of like, wow, the music that they're using is amazing and then the soundtrack is amazing? I know you mentioned James Bond, but um, The Godfather, the soundtracks, okay. amazing! I love it. All right. Have you seen um, Gardens of the Galaxy? I know it's like you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. part one and two, volume one and, and volume two, they have really really good soundtrack. Um, kind of, it's it, most of them are a little bit older, though. But okay, you could listen to. Um, to music or watch movie, which one would you choose and why? So if you could only either choose music or movies, which one would you choose and why? It's tough. I know, you gotta pick one. <laughs> I'm gonna pick music. Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna pick music. Yeah, no, your music kind of like, it allows you to um, to listen to it, you can if you want to feel a, a certain way, uh, it allows you to do that. If you don't want to think about anything, it allows you to do that. If you want to think about something specific, it allows you to do that. All right, so, um, okay, so, so you said that if you could choose between music and movies, you would pick music, music because, yeah, like if I'm feeling sad, I would go on and, and listen to music that make me you know yeah. i think watching a movie takes a little bit it takes more energy than, than listening to music okay um so i know that you are you know an artist um how did you know because you said that in, when in the beginning when you were younger music was just a hobby for you but now it's part of your profession how did you know that that's actually what you wanted to do how old were you and and how did you decide so i was 16 well, I didn't know yet, but I was, I remember when I was 16, when I started doing music in high school here in the United States, in the Bronx. And I used to do like a lot of freestyle. Freestyle what? Like, freestyle? you know, and like freestyle, when you freestyle, when you battle with someone. Oh, rapping. Rapping, okay. yeah. That was after class, after, you know, school, outside. And then I realized that in school, like we became so popular. I'm like, okay, so. I want to do this and it was me it was and one of my friends and we decided to come up with a group and landry Iwokachula. okay and we used to throw parties and stuff and you know when you're in high school you know everybody yeah we have back in 2005 we have um as connects that was a social media for high school and then oh. used to post like if you post something like oh we're gonna have a party in this location People used to go crazy. So that was your kind of like, oh, I can do this for a living. Okay, all right. Well, not really. 
But it's more than just a hobby, obviously. Yeah. He can't do that. Like you can never do that. How are you gonna park on the on that side? Like, so it was then that was 2005. 2009, yeah. someone asked me to produce a song for him and he paid me $100. That was like, okay. That's actually my next question. What were some of the steps that you took to make your, your passion actually be in the same mind as your profession? So that was your first paying job? Yes, 2009. And and, and going back to 2006, one of my friends, Johnny, he actually made, he, you know, he went back in the industry. Once he asked me, like, um, he gave me FL Studio, and he told me, learn how to use this so you don't have to pay for beats. That's true. And he used to be my producer. He gave it to me, I was, you know, playing with it, and I fell in love, and then it took me, you know, a few years to learn. Okay. And, and so that started in school. high school, actually. In high school, yeah. And how long after high school did it take you to actually say, okay, this is now my career? It was at the end, to 2009. By the time you graduated from high school, you yeah. knew that's what you were going to do? Yeah. Okay. And what, did, what what were some of the things that you did? Did you you already knew people, so you already knew. Okay. All right. So you know you so also had the connection. I had the connection, so it, it was a lot of festival here in New York, especially during the summer, a lot of parties and stuff. Okay. What would you then? Because um, I mean, obviously you got you know, of course your talent and luck that you knew people. But what would you? Um, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's young, younger, in, in their teens, high school, who think that they would want to follow also a, a career that's similar to you. So what would you tell them? First is like, go for it and and, and collaborate. Okay, so find people to work find with. Find people to work with, because um, sometimes, like I remember when I was young, when I was saying like, okay, this is what I, I want to do for a living. It was yeah. like, no, are you crazy? There's no money. That has to be your plan B. Music, that was, that's what you were thinking. Yeah. Okay. And music music and art can never be your plan B. Like if you if you want to go for it. It's got to be the number one. You got, yeah. What did your family say? They, um, uh, you know, they always support me. So they were fine with it if you were like... But they were not fine, like, <laughs> that this is going to be your job, your, your main your main income from, you know, from... Yeah, income. they wanted you maybe to go to college and, and then be a lawyer, say, yeah. you know, do that on the side. Okay, well, are you glad that you didn't listen to them then? I'm glad, of course, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, you're here, you are where you are because you you went for it straight from, from the get-go. Uh, okay. Um, well, what are you working now then in terms of, I know that, so we know each other because we work together and we started working together because of the podcast and this is one of them and also creating like YouTube videos for the uh, for our school, work related. Um, I, so I know you're keeping busy, but um, are, there, are, are you doing something that is outside of, of our work? I know that you're working on a movie, but when, let's talk about music first. Music wise, you know, I get a lot of clients. Uh, like as a producer, sound sound engineer. Okay. I'm working with a lot of people. I'm working on, on an album, two albums actually, instrumental. My instrumental first, as in like... Um, just music, no. But is it a specific instrument? Is there like a lead So that guitar? was, no, it's more... So that was what I was saying uh, when we first began, like um, about the orchestra, orchestra music. Okay, it's gonna gotcha. go on that. Well, can you tell us about like 
what the album covers, the artist, so that maybe we can we can you know try to. Look I mean, for that's it. mine. That's mine. Oh, it's your it's album. My own oh, album. okay. Well, yeah. Tell us about it then. So, are you still working on it? I'm still working, oh. and I started working when in when the pandemic first started. Okay. More time. In quarantine, I was feeling the like you know sad and depressed, so I. So that's one way that I that how I express my feeling through music. And then your your professional name is DJ Dandri, right? El Dandri. El Dandri. Yeah. So that if we want to look for it, then we don't. El Dandri. I'm El Dandri everywhere. Okay. So I'm doing that and. What about uh, movies? Movies, and when I was in college, I. I got into like sound design and music for film. What it, what what does sound design mean? Sound design is like the person that does the sound effects for a movie. Okay, when someone knocks on the door. Knocks on the door. Okay, that's gosh. you know a Foley artist going. It's not the music. It's more like the everyday sound. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So one of my professors was working with someone in a movie, mm-hmm. and when I went, so that's one thing I I I, I didn't go to college, like you know, like right after high school I went to. No, to work. So, and then when I decided to go back to school, I was already, you know, working in music professional. Mm-hmm. So it was because just I needed, I needed the degree because I was thinking of doing something. I was yeah. thinking to work in, in in some TV station. All right. So I decided to go to school, and and then I remember that one of my professors told me, "Oh, so I'm working on this movie." Like he was hired to do the music for a movie, and he hired me okay. to work on, on in a few scenes for this movie called For Mitchell. It came out in 2017. Go look it up. Is it on Netflix? How it's on. It's it? on Amazon. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What's the title again? For Mitchell. For Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. All right. I work on that, and then I've done a lot of like my like you know like scenes for it. Mm-hmm. A few short films. But right now, are you? Did you so just right now, right now, this one, I'm one of the main characters for the one I'm working so right you, now. So you are also I'm in not working, movies. Yeah. Uh, for I this one, they're gonna use my music, okay. some of my music, but it's I'm in the movie. It's still in production, or is it finished? No, we're finished. Okay. Is it out or? Not yet. So it's supposed to be out by May, okay. and it's also gonna be available in Amazon. It's on, in Amazon also. And Do you know the title? Lime. L-I-M-E. L-Y-M-E. Oh, rhyme. Lime. Okay. Lime. So that's the Lime. L-I-M-E? Yeah. L-Y. Yeah. Oh, L-Y. Like Lyme disease. Lyme disease. That's that's actually what it's... That's what it's referring to. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll look look out for it then. Lime. L-Y-M-E. Amazon. And you're in it. And Um, you also are... They're also using your music. Yeah. Okay, very so good. So, you know, I... So you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah, I love acting. I'm not an actor, but I love acting. Like, I've been <laughs> well, in, then, in, then in, I play acting, minor then, roles. And if you're acting, you're an actor. Then. It's like um, photography. Like, I'm not a photographer. I take pictures. I do love taking pictures. Yeah, actually. me too. Yeah, I love taking pictures. But I don't think I'm a photographer. But, okay, well, so last question. I know that your whole, you know, as early as eight years old, all the way to now, your whole life, you've been involved in music and arts and, and movies. But what if you were not in this career? What do you think your career would have been? A baseball player. Okay, yeah. baseball player. All right. Okay, well, I guess that's also a form of art, right? 
Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much, El Danvi, for gi- giving us uh, your time and telling us about uh, your experience with music and art and how you can make your passion be also your profession and make make something out of it um, from, you know, from not, not the, from nothing, but yeah, from something small to something big. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's it. Hey everyone. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode. I know it's a little bit longer than the last one. And also I just wanted to say I know it took forever. Um an in-between gap from the last one to this one. It's just been super super busy at work. And I hope that the next episode won't take so long. But anyway, keep listening and let me know if you have any suggestions on topics to talk about, okay? All right.